bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. So I'm at this website called investing.com, right? And it shows all these people who, after they got out of acting, what they do. And I'm looking at some of the names like Shaquille O'Neal. You know, they say, "Here's here's our deputy, here's our deputy sheriff, in a little town, he's a he's a part-time cop, and he went to the academy. Dude is worth almost a billion dollars. What are we doing? Right? But then you get to some of these black people who are not sports mavens and sports athletes and like Karen Parsons. You know who Karen Parsons is? You ever watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? You know who she is? She's the sister who was the weather girl, right? She's only worth $1.5 million. She's a writer. I'm like, yeah. And it's unfortunate that, that black people, and Hispanic for that matter, ne- rarely make that nosebleed money, right? Unless they're an athlete. But when it comes to actually... Somebody taking a chance on them and being able to make um, investments in them and help them move forward, they don't seem to get it. MC Hammer, he's a preacher, $1.5 million. Rick Moranis, remember him? I sh- honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Old school Canadian, that, that whole Canadian trio of Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and and Rick Moranis. $10 million. What do you think he currently does? 
stay-at-home dad. Really? Jimmy Garth. Like, all these are all old people from the 90s that you never heard or knew about. Some guy's a carpenter from 16 Candles. I didn't watch any of those movies. You know, movies about white people growing up. Oh, I don't. I just, I just. Oh, yeah, let me run. That's why I've never seen Friends. Like, ever. I've never seen an episode of Friends. And I know a lot of black people. I got to hurry and get home. I got to watch Friends. Really? Where'd you go to school? Mequon. Got it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Where'd you go to school? Waukesha. Got it. I don't get it. And I guess growing up, because there were so few black shows on TV. Bill Cosby was just white enough to attract white viewers. And he had all the black viewers. So that that's what put him over the top. But Thursday night on NBC. Cosby was at seven. In a different world. And it was just your Thursday night. I didn't do anything Thursday night. I think black America stopped breathing Thursday night. It's, excuse me, it's Thursday. You need to stop breathing. Cosby's coming on. But when they made a different world, it was great. Now, when Lisa Bonet was in a different world, it was garbage. I'm sorry. It really wasn't that good. You look like you was going to say something. I was going to say, Urkel's worth 10 mil. He's probably worth more than that. Between that and the dolls and the stuff. And now he's starting to make a comeback and he's showing up in movies again. But I think I think it was unconscionable what they did to him. You know, he got he he played that so well. But I, I think one of the things he should have done was added more um outward change to his face and head so that when he was normal he was he was fine. But John Travolta made a comeback. Um, who who are some of those actors and actresses that made comebacks after they were like, who are you again? They were used up. Um, Allie, uh, what's her name? She was in um, Cheers. So, I mean, people have made comebacks. They thought John Travolta was done. And then he, he made a comeback. Did... Did Tom Cruise ever leave or did he just stop making movies or because he had a bit of a lull there, too. And then he made Jerry Maguire and that kind of flipped him toward megastardom. But then once he got a hold of the, uh, you know, he made a few weird movies about the pilot on the on the planet and he only had a robot. And then he found out he was a robot. And it was just one of those weird movies like, why are we watching this? And then he started the Mission Impossible, and that was all she wrote. And then I guess he'll be 97 years old making Mission Impossible 330, 37. And <laughs> Impossible Mission 37. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Sherman said, Dr. Ken, why is it we have so many rats running around Milwaukee? And what's crazy, if someone said anything to the people who live in the house, they'll catch an attitude with you. I've said this many times before. Houses like this need to find every person in the house $700 to make or make and also make them do community work. 
Wow. And he put a picture on the talking text line that's like, wow. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's a lot of garbage. I don't know where the picture came from, but. Oh, I see it. I see it. Woo. Wow. Somebody better call. You better call. But I get what you said the other day. It's not the city's job to clean up after grown folks, but it is the city's job to clean up. And so if it's on private property, find the person. If it's on public property, clean it up. I've driven down the street. Now, you tell me whether or not something's wrong with me. And I know I still got to do the top five and five. You tell me if something's wrong with me. I've been driving down the street, and I've seen um, debris in the street. And I mean like a bumper, like a garbage can blown over, cones blown. I will pull over, get out of my car, and move it out the way. And I always get talked about, what is wrong with you? What are you, stupid? You didn't put that down there. Why should you move it? I said, because I don't want somebody I know or I love to be in a car driving and somebody doesn't see it and they swerve and run into them head on or they hit it and kill themselves. So the easiest way to do that is move it out the way. Now, what disturbs me is I've seen police cars do that. And I remember when I was on patrol, we were told, you see debris in the street and it's blocking the road? Move it. It's your job. Safety is your job. I've seen squad cars drive around it. And I, I, I kind of went, excuse me. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, you, you need to go pick that up. Like, like you actually drove around something. Later, you're going to have to come back to the car accident. And it'll be your, your fault because you could have moved it out the way. But then I had one time where I was driving on the north side and the squad car was blocking the street. And the officer thought he would just get out and instead of parking at the corner, walk all the way to the house and then come all the way back and just sit in the car. And so I blew my horn. And he looks up and he just put his head down and kept walking. So I got out. of. So I'm like, dude, are you going to move? And he literally waited like three minutes. And I said, I'm not moving. I'm going to wait. I guess he thought I was going to back up. And then he finally drove to the corner and pulls over. And then I drive up and I look over and he's in the pass- he's in the driver's seat with his head down like, like yeah, whatever. I said, excuse me. He goes, yeah. Doesn't even look up. His partner leans over and the expression on his partner's face completely changes. I think I've told this story before. His face changes because he realizes, oh, you just stepped in it. Yeah, you did. Do me a favor. Yeah. Are you on a call? No. Tell the dispatcher that you are going to report to the district blanks lieutenant's office immediately. Oh, and tell them that a lieutenant gave you the order to do that right now. And then I drove to that district's lieutenant office and came in and said, oh, um, there's a squad that's going to meet us here. And they looked at the dispatcher. So what's up? I said, I asked him to move and he basically flipped me off. And and I didn't think it was appropriate. I think that like for a citizen, to have to wait for an officer to move when they're not doing anything. Number two, he didn't have his red and blue lights on, so he wasn't legally parked. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. But I'm going to let you handle it this time. Because if I handle it, it's not going to be pleasant. So, you know, everybody deserves a right to be wrong. But if you break it, you fix it. 833-212-10. You know what? I'm going to just keep going. I'm just going to do my top five at five. You know why? Because it's like that. 
Because it's like that. Number five. Well, there's an update. The Wisconsin Department of Justice is releasing more information about the shooting Monday night at Germantown High School. They say the man who was killed has no ties to the community. Um, who was having uh, vehicle trouble and had just dropped his car off at a nearby repair shop when he went to the school and tried to get in, but it was locked. Car had out-of-state plates. Investigators said the man was acting erratic and calling, and people called the police. Neither the DOJ nor Germantown police would identify the man or give out his age. And then later they said that he was a 58-year-old and um, 53 or 58. And, um, yeah, they observed a bike rack supported by a handicapped parking sign propped against the roof. And they got up and, well, he started throwing shots at the police. And, of course, the police are a better shot. And in the most disrespectful way, I know how, bada bang, bada boom, he got killed. And as they say, mm, that's that. Number four. Well, don't let the weather spook you. But if you're going to be around the next, I don't know, week or so, we set a record yesterday, 82 degree high. Temperatures will drop to the upper 30s by next Tuesday. The low on Monday night, in the 20s. Tuesday's high broke the previous October 24th high of 80 degrees. You know when that was set? 1963. It's going to be completely downward through Halloween. So, what you had is what you had. And from now on, you're kind of... You know, I don't know. You're jacked. Number three. A 26-year-old Connecticut man is accused of scamming older Wisconsinites out of a total of $200,000. 26-year-old Connecticut man has been charged with defrauding elderly Wisconsin residents by claiming to be a relative in need of bail money. Who falls for that? In October 12th indictment, Matthew Ramos Soto of Hartford was charged with conspiracy to defraud Wisconsin residents. According to the indictment, Ramos Soto and other conspirators called elderly people by phone claiming to be a relative who had been arrested and needed money for bail between October 24th, 2022 and October 28th, 2022. From there, the indictment alleges Ramos Soto would then travel throughout Wisconsin and pick up the cash in person. According to the officials, as part of the scheme, uh, Ramos Soto and his co-conspirators would impersonate attorneys and judges with fake case numbers and alert elderly residents to a fake gag order to keep them from (laughs) telling their friends and family. Investigators say they made off with about $200,000 in the scam. In three of the known incidents, Ramos Soto obtained $5,000 from someone in Wrightstown, $17,545 from somebody in Fitchburg, and $12,500 from someone in Hobart. He's being held in Michigan and will have an initial appearance in U.S. District Court in Madison. However, a date has not been set. So I'm I'm not being mean, I'm not being I'm not laughing, I'm not but I think you got to be a little more savvy, a little more um 
discriminating when it comes to something like that. And I think that's unconscionable, by the way, that that you would actually steal someone's money and do something like that. So, hmm, interesting. Number two. Milwaukee Brewers executives and authors of a $546 million ballpark funding proposal aimed at keeping the team in Wisconsin through at least 2050 are open to changes as they seek to win passage. Their comments came today during a hearing on the legislation at the Senate Committee on Government Operations. The plan, which passed 69 to 27 in the Assembly last week, took of, well, it features $411 million from the state, $135 million from the county and the city to be paid over nearly 30 years. The Brewers, owned primarily by multimillionaire Mark Antanasio, would provide $100 million. In return, the Brewers' lease at the publicly owned American Family Field would extend from the end of, 30, of 2030 out to 2050 which means they probably won't be owning it by then anyway, so it won't matter. Um, However, the Brewers did give permission to Craig Council to interview with the Mets. Guess where Craig Council's going to go? I'm just saying. Because at this point in your life, it's about the money. Most definitely. Number one. Well, for more than 50 years, this is a great story. After the murder of two young women in 1966 and 1971, police say they know who killed them. During a joint news conference today by the Menominee Falls and Milwaukee Police Department's officials said they've solved a 1966 murder of 19-year-old Diane Olquitz and 1971 murder of 15-year-old Terry Lee Erdman. Police named Clarence Mark Tappendorf as the man responsible for the murders of both young women. Local, state, and federal officials came to that conclusion through the use of DNA evidence and forensic genealogy. And I'm not going to say, but one of the women were found stabbed more than 100 times, and the other one was found in a field after being missing overnight and stabbed 60 times. The location of their murders were about two miles apart, and Tappendorf was a delivery driver in 1966 for Claremont Transfer Company, whose route included Olquitz's employer. Tappendorf's name was among those submitted to Menominee Falls Police in a questionnaire by delivery companies at the time. There were no deliveries scheduled on the date of Olquitz's murder, but Tappendorf had made the most recent delivery to Kenworth Manufacturing four days prior on the day Olquitz was killed. Tappendorf made a delivery to a location across the street. Menominee Falls Police Chief Mark P. Waters said today and that after police identified Tappendorf as the killer through DNA, they went back through the case files, discovered his name was among many that had been acquired during the initial investigation. And so they they, uh, identified Tappendorf as the killer through forensic investigative genealogy. Officials said this case could not have been solved until recently, because of the technology. Tappendorf died in 2008 at the age of 80. And so we want to thank Detective Bellows and his team. They worked very hard and uh, came through. And finally, um, it was solved. And so 
That's what technology, what crime labs, what DNA can do when used properly and ethically. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Hey, Milwaukee, time is almost here. We've been entering Truth fans into the group of offices 5K giveaway. And on Halloween, that's October 31st for you who can't count, we will pick up our next one call. That's all $5,000 giveaway winner. Be sure you tune in to the Truth with Sherman Hughes. I can tell you exactly what time he is going to give away the money on Tuesday, October 31st, twenty. 23. That's between 9 and 12. There. So I gave you the time. Just make sure you listen. Be sure you don't miss your call or they're going to move on to the next person and then you'll be, as they say, uh, looking wise and otherwise. So they're going to keep calling until they find a $5,000 winner. So that's the big Gruber Law versus 5K giveaway next Tuesday, October 31st, 2023, between 9 and 12 on The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on the Award-winning, 1017 The Truth. And what you going to do with your $5,000? Hey, Black-Owned Business Give Back is back. We've teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. So the home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. So to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit Black Business giveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure right here on The Truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member FDIC. And by the way, just so you know, the Bucks are going to be here broadcast live. Bucks and 76ers. We're going to be broadcasting the game on Thursday night, so you'll get to see how excited the city is about Giannis and Damian Lillard as they create another era of Milwaukee Bucks basketball. So the truth will be broadcasting it live, Bucks versus 76ers right here at the Serve Forum. Coverage starts at 6 p.m. Tip-off is at 6.30 right here on the award-winning 7, The Truth. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Tune in this Saturday at 11 a.m. for another episode of More Than a Movement, powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin. Kerry Noni will be joined by Sarah Noble of Be Noble Group and the representatives from Planned Parenthood to discuss the return of Planned Parenthood to Wisconsin and what health services they're providing. Again, that's More Than a Movement, powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin this Saturday at 11 on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Hmm. 833-212-1017 is the number. I was looking at an interesting study that uh, was in the Journal Sentinel today that Milwaukee County officials hope that a new public dashboard with cardiac arrest data will lead to changes that improve responses to cardiac emergencies and ultimately save more lives. So I want to hear this. The dashboard is being launched by Milwaukee County's Office of Emergency Management. At the time, EMS agencies in the county are expecting higher call volumes than before the pandemic, including more calls for sudden cardiac arrest. Uh, ben Watson, doctor, and medical doctor, and Milwaukee County's chief, chief health policy advisor said yesterday that since 2020, and each year moving forward, they've had 25% increase in sudden out-of-hospital cardiac arrest. Sudden cardiac arrest occurs when the heart suddenly stops beating and often is caused by irregular heart rhythms called arrhythmias. 2022, EMS agencies in Milwaukee County responded to a little over 1,200 calls for sudden cardiac arrest. Uh, Nine out of 10 people who have a cardiac arrest outside of the hospital die, often within minutes. But rapid intervention, chest compressions, or CPR can dramatically improve Recovery chances. Major goal of Milwaukee County is to get more folks to do bystander CPR. So Weston and other county officials hope that the dashboard helps um, in identifying gaps and responses and putting strategies in place to try to close those gaps. But here's the key. Black or Hispanic patients are much less likely than white patients to receive bystander CPR or have an automated external defibrillator or AED applied during a cardiac arrest. Um, Both interventions can dramatically improve one's chances of survival. So what we need to do, black community, is to have CPR training so people can actually sign up and learn CPR and move forward. And so they're expecting an increase uh, and they're, they're saying that the increased calls uh, for cardiac arrests are likely to do with a number of factors. Um, opioid overdoses are kind of obvious, but, you know, lack of access to primary care, going to the doctor once a year, going to the doctor and getting checked, going to the doctor because you took your loved ones to the doctor. So I, I think we got to um, um, pull out a Tom Joyner 
um, playbook and do the take your loved one to the doctor day. And so everybody should make an appointment. We're going we're gonna to have to come up with that because it's, it's start between that. And here's the kicker. I think I'm hyper disturbed by it because I'm a black man. I freely admit that. When I see people walking down the street drinking, caffeinated, not caffeinated, what is it? The bubbly beverages, you know? I'm like, I almost said it, carbonated. I almost said a brand name, but I'm not. Carbonated beverages, pounding sugar into them. When I, when I see classrooms say, hey, bring a snack to school, and everybody brings cookies and cake and brownies, and they're black kids, I have a problem. You're creating based on heredity, based on lifestyle, based on culture. You just may be creating a kid with diabetes who becomes an adult with diabetes. We have to change the way that we eat. So I'm going to put it out there. I'm looking for a black registered dietitian. And I'm looking for a black or Hispanic or Asian minority. You know what? At this point, I don't really care. If you're a dietitian and you're licensed, kharris at goodkarmabrands.com. Let's get some information on, on, on really what we need to think about when we eat. Because... <clears throat> Contrary to popular belief, next week is, you know, November, which is the worst day of the year. Everybody decides they want to eat as if they've been eating good all year long. I'm going to take my time and eat something and I'm going to eat stuff I don't eat because, you know, it's Thanksgiving. So I'm going to go off my diet. You were never on a diet. You weigh 378 pounds. You were never on a diet. You're not obese. You're fat. Well, you shouldn't fat shame. It's not shameful when you can't walk. And I'm not talking about people with ailments, right? I'm not talking about with people with weight ailments and they can't get it off because they're on medication and stuff like that. I understand that. Sometimes we come from families that have had really, really bad habits. Best thing you can do is help other people coming after you know what not to do. But what we can't do is pretend like it's not there. Dying at 39 and 40 years old because of obesity, heart disease, diabetes. There's no reason. Change your diet. Now, I know there's some people who are insulin dependent. I got that. That's a physical ailment. There's nothing you can do about that. But like me, if you have type 2 diabetes and you can get down to pre-diabetes and work your way down, God willing, next February, I'll be down to no diabetes that's what I'm talking about. Even if I'm still pre-diabetic, if I can get it down, maybe by next summer. But there's no reason. There's absolutely no reason why we eat the way we do. And so I want to have a dietitian on, you know, to help black and Hispanic people understand that the way you eat, what you're eating away is actually your life. 
More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. 833-212-1017 is the number. Remember to join us here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth as we stream live on YouTube and Twitter at 1017 The Truth. And you can check us out. Of course, we're also on multiple platforms. Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on and on and on and on and on and on and on. So, Talking Text Line says, Power Cylon Cylon cinnamon powder. And so I Googled it and it's C E Y L O N. And so they're saying that the benefits of this powder, the oils found in Ceylon, I don't know how to say it. Somebody tell me how to say it. 833-212-1017 are thought to reduce spasms, reduce gas and fight bacteria and fungi. And chemicals in it might also work, might also work to lower, like insulin to lower blood sugar. But these effects are thought to be fairly weak. And that's from WebMD. So thank you for that. But thank you for that. Interesting. So you watch MSNBC and they say humanitarian crisis deepens in Gaza and you watch Fox News and they say the humanitarian crisis deepens in Israel. And really. The issue is. Hamas, but. Anyway. So what are the side effects So what are the side effects? Each teaspoon contains five milligrams of, is it coumarin? A plant compound that can damage the liver if taken in large amounts. For this reason, the European Food Safety Authority has set safe daily limits with up to two grams, one tablespoon of cinnamon. Um, hmm. Cylon cinnamon contains only trace amounts of coumarin so can be consumed in larger amounts up to five grams or five, 2.5 teaspoons or tablespoons. TSP is teaspoon or tablespoon. Anyway, five grams. So there you go. Avoid taking supplements if you're pregnant or with, or a child or taking medication that can affect the liver. Hmm. Or <laughs> just don't take it. And just continue to work out and do that. Hmm. Interesting. 833-212-1017 is the number. 
There, there are a few things that we had in the first year when we were on the truth that we need to start revving up and getting back into. And so, um, working on some financial stuff, you know, we need, you know, estate planning, um, talk about wills and trusts and, and a comprehensive view of those types of things. We, we need to get some folks back on to uh, start doing those types of things. You know, we have changes, we have death, we have divorce, we have social circles change, um, powers of attorney change, all sorts of things happen. You know, make sure if your property is, is, is properly titled so that it aligns with what it is you're trying to do and, you know, all, all, all those things. So, yeah. So we need to have a show on to really discuss um, some of those things. <laughs> uh, so a news alert just came over. A buck. What's a buck in terms of a deer? Male is a buck male. A doe is female. A buck interrupted lunch for guests in a Wisconsin noodles and company. So he decided to. I remember when one ran into um, Concordia in the lunchroom. It got in through an open door and just rolled in and decided to, hey, I'm here. And so... Honey, I'm home. So, yeah, that didn't work out too well. But anyway, they got it and let it out. And, you know, they moved out the way and opened the door and it left. They're like, I thought y'all had some good food up in here. <laughs> this is this is college cafeteria food. I'm out of here. <laughs> it left like it was disgusted. I'm out of here and just went. So, yeah, I get it. But getting back to black health, getting back to some of the things that, that we want to bring on this radio show. Are there any topics that you actually want to hear or, or topics that, that you believe um, I need to delve into? Hit me at host at 1017thetruth.com. Host at 1017thetruth. Shoot an email. And and so so we can look at at some of the... Um, things that are important to you, some of the things that are uh, that that mean something to you that you want to know about, that you want to hear about, you know. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. You know, I had a weird thing the other day. I was I've been thinking about this song, um, and I think I'll play it tomorrow. <laughs> I, I think I think I'll play it tomorrow. Um, but 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 those are. Hmm. I'm doing too many things at one time, and so I'm shutting down. Like anyway, you just have to take it with chromium picolinate. What the heck is is? So I shouldn't. So somebody said WebMD is full of crap. Dude, it works 100%. I have proof. So is your proof scientific data proof or anecdotal personal proof? 
I mean, I'll take both, but I'm going to give a little bit more weight to the other. I should take it with chromium picolinate. Like, what the heck is Anyway, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm an academic doctor. It's a dietary supplement. Maybe effective in improving body's response to insulin or lowering. Maybe, maybe, might be. That's from Healthline. What's more, it may help reduce hunger cravings and binge eating. Hmm. So is it safe? That's that's my goal. What what are the side effects? Right? That's what I want to know. I want to know what the side effects are. Yep. You know, you glance at the clock and you go, hey, it's fifth now. And then, and then, um, Alex reached over and he walked in the door, smacked me upside the head and said, hey, it's not time. Yes, sir. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking for some things that can lower your, your A1C, some things that are safe. Um, But then I got to find out, do I have a chrome deficiency, a chromium? What the heck is chromium anyway? Anyway, hmm. I, I guess I got to find out. I got a lot of work to do. It's a, it's a trace mineral. Safe for humans and all that. Hmm. See, I just saw the word toxin, so that just kind of killed it for me. I'm just, yeah. That just, that just kind of made it go away so Friday we've got coming up the um, truth roundtable see if we can rustle up a posse of people to come in and talk about what's been going on in the last month as it relates to Milwaukee and the news and even the world you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe Show is coming up next. I'll be back in about 22 hours. And then I'll be back again to harass you and everybody else on some what I think are some important things, some important topics that are affecting this city. God bless. Take care. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate you. Safe travels. I'm out. Uh-huh.